Blog Talk Radio. In life, we come to expect certain things. Light bulbs light and tigers roar. But what if we came to expect something more? At Honda, that's just what we do. And it's led us to the Honda Accord LX. With more torque and passenger volume than a Toyota Camry. Hurry in to your local Honda dealer and test drive the Honda Accord today to see what expecting more gets you. Comparison made to comparably equipped models. See dealer for financing details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of Letters of Fallen Wisdom. Now today I am going to talk about a very important concept called discipline. And a lot of people have, you know, extolled the benefits of discipline. It's a very powerful. Um, it's a very powerful tool. It's a, it's a superpower in a sense. People who are very disciplined can achieve very unbelievable things, primarily because they're able to turn their existence into a vehicle for accomplishment. And you can only do that if you actually carry out the plans that your brain creates for yourself. If you're not if you're creating if you're constantly creating plans that you think are the best thing for you to do and they require discipline, but yet you do not abide by those plans, you just violate them, then you are going to get very little done. And you're going to be essentially in an eternal uh, with an eternal war with yourself. Now, I've spoken a lot about free will and whether or not it is even something that really makes any sense. But at least internally, the sense that you have some kind of control and some kind of ability to create rules for yourself and abide by them is in and of itself like the meaning that we are all looking for in life. We struggle to find meaning in so many things. That's what gives us the ability to carry on. And a lot of people receive a lot of meaning from their senses, from their pleasures. Because in the absence of discipline, pleasures become ultra important. Because they are the only connection we have to meaning. But there's a much higher meaning that can be accomplished by just practicing discipline and and withholding pleasure according to the discipline that you decide. And it makes the pleasure much better. It also makes a for a better human being and it makes for meaning. Meaning is essentially pleasure plus control. When we don't have pleasure and control, then we just go after pleasure because it's all we have. But it's an incomplete meaning. It's a meaning, it's a momentary flashing meaning. It's not a meaning that drives through an entire lifespan, but it's just a momentary thing. And we become... Uh, like hunters searching after these ineffable moments of satisfaction. And they come few and far between because they need to come with a sense of control. 
And you'll notice that in all your most your highest moments were probably your feeling of accomplishment from having exercised that control and accomplished something very big. Uh, that that's when you are your happiest. I mean, you could argue that you're at your happiest when you're having an orgasm, but the point is, is that that's a that's such a momentary happiness that you can't really call that happiness. That's more just like a pleasurable sensation. Now, the tr- the the question is, how do you have how do you live within a semi pleasurable sensation for your whole life? I mean, I have always thought to get there and I always thought that you know everyone's like well life you know can't be all happiness and I think it should be I think that you should be 99% happy and maybe 1% sad Uh, most people are doing more like a 60% sad or no 90% sad 5% happy ratio now that's 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 people who have absolutely no control over themselves, over anybody else, over just they're just sort of like this um thing being knocked about in the world, being forced to go to work, being forced to do certain things but never really having a free moment. And when they do have a free moment, all they want to do is give themselves pleasure, food, um um jerk off, whatever. I mean, sex. It's it's like that becomes our meaning. That beca- when you are not in control, when you are just being, when you are unable to set rules for yourself, to set parameters for your pleasures, to be a, a disciplined person, there is no meaning in your life. The only meaning that you can get comes from pleasure, and that's incomplete, well, like as I've said. So it's an incomplete meaning. The meaning that you're really seeking, that you're really seeking by escaping to all these pleasures, that you're really seeking by violating the discipline that you're trying to accomplish. So, you know, you've probably made rules for yourself thousands of times only to see yourself completely violate them and just defy them. And in a way, your defiance of your structured plan for yourself in, is in and of itself a meaning creation. It, it creates meaning in your life. It's it's like I'm not going to be held to these standards that I've set for myself. It's a it's a liberating move to 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 break your own rule because you haven't yet allowed the rule to act upon you in a way that makes you feel and recognize how acting on a rule and staying strong with that rule is the greatest meaning you could ever accomplish. It is what I call the illusion of freedom. Or maybe it is freedom. But the point is, it's a feeling. It's a definite feeling. You set some rules, you set boundaries, and you adhere to them. You set boundaries for your pleasures, and you adhere to them. You set boundaries for what you are going, how you're going to... Um, how are you going to work on something? Maybe you want to work on a novel or something. And so you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to put myself in a chair. I'm going to have a pad of paper in my hand, and I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to write something that's going to go into this book 
for one hour or two hours every single day. And I will not veer from that plan and whatever comes out, comes out, and that will be my book. This is the best way to to get something accomplished is discipline. It's very... It, it breaks things up into small, bite-sized pieces. It allows you to accomplish things effortlessly. And at the same time, because you are adhering to your pre-prescribed uh, rules, you are receiving a tremendous sense of comfort that everything is working perfectly. You are a self-projecting um, projectile. You, you are a, a, a self-moving mover and you are getting things accomplished. Now, things can become sometimes drab within the discipline of everyday life. I mean, you you have to have a certain amount of discipline just to cope with everyday life. And so because we don't really regard that as any big thing, we we look at it as an obligation. It's not so much that that we are disciplined, it's that we better do these things or we'll lose our job or, you know, our family will uh, not prosper. I mean, there's there's certain motivating factors, but it's not just you thinking, like, what's best for your life. Sometimes it is. But for the most part, you're, you're disciplined currently. If you're, if you're one of these people who aren't disciplined, for the most part, you have a certain amount of discipline that that extends to you keeping up your job and keeping up your appearances and and being somewhat, you know, a functioning member of society. But in terms of getting your own, like, very lofty goals accomplished, probably you're having a hard time because it's difficult to see the meaning in the discipline that would be needed for you to accomplish those things because that feeling doesn't come for a very long time. It it takes about a month maybe two months of you adhering to a certain set of rules that you've set for yourself for you to start feeling the tremendous um, uh, sense of uh, of happiness that comes from being disciplined. And so the problem is, is that you'll be disciplined for like a week and you'll feel some of it, but it's not enough and you'll start to... Der- to look for meaning outside of your discipline, to, to look for meaning by violating uh, the rules that you set for yourself. And you become, you get the meaning of being a, a rebel, of, 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 of being somebody who's like, I'm, you know, you, you kind of have this idea, you're, well, I'm much more advanced than these rules, these primitive rules that my past sense self has set for me and like there's this sense in your like that you're a, you're this new person in every moment and why should you uh adhere to the rules that you've set for yourself because uh you know i can do whatever i want like and and it, there's something exciting in just being spontaneously indulgent of your pleasures uh when you hadn't planned to do so and so many ways like you when you when you set up rules for yourself there's probably a part of you that's setting them up so as to make your violation of them more meaningful but you have to realize that you're not getting the meaning you want from just randomly accessed pleasures pleasures really only i mean let's face it 
Meaning doesn't come from anything but pleasure. The question is, are you getting complete meaning or are you getting a fragment of meaning? Are you getting some kind of taste of meaning, but there's not really meaning? And meaning is a is a very important thing to human beings. They, uh, you know, some people call it purpose. Uh, for me, it's 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 hard to it's hard to quantify. It's a sense of inspiration that comes, you know, it comes when you accomplish things. It comes when you um, when you do get pleasure. It comes when you. Um, I think it comes in its highest form when you recognize that you've worked for something, that you've you've put aside and been disciplined about being diligent and it's worked it's paid off for you. And in fact, when you achieve something by taking shortcuts and perhaps not being as disciplined as you should have been, that victory is not as sweet and that victory is often tainted by the fact that you didn't put forth the effort that you should have. So whenever you put forth like your maximum effort and your maximum discipline and it pays off, that's the the ultimate meaning. Or that's the that's the high a much higher high that's always available within discipline that is never available by violating discipline. So, so let's talk about some things to be disciplined about. Um, there, you know, obviously we're trying to stay with people, you know, who overeat, for example. Why, why are you overeating? You're overeating because you, you have now transformed food and the pleasure you derive from food into an addiction. And the reason you've done that is because you've who knows? I mean actually that's it who knows why you've done that. But you this is what's happened. So you need if you are some person who has a problem like overeating and eating too much or just kind of like being addicted to the sensation of food going into your mouth the best thing for you to do is to restrict your eating to a four-hour window each day. So you can eat basically whatever you want, although it's it's much better for you to eat whole foods and not processed foods, but you can essentially eat whatever you want for four hours in the day. But then you must strictly and very disciplined cut off that eating and just drink nothing but tea, water, maybe some broth um from for, you know, the next 20 hours until you break your fast again. And that's called the basically it's a one meal a day plan. Um if if you're having trouble with food, I really stress you should be doing that because it's your body does not need all this food that we you you pour into it for the sake of pleasure. It just doesn't. And by keeping your restaurant open 24 hours, you're essentially having many more meals than you need to be having. And the body is the body when it's digesting food has no kind of turns off its fighting disease. Um, tools 
and focuses on digesting the food. And disease can fester um, much faster in you when you have food running through your system than when you're in a fasting state. So putting yourself in a fasting state on a daily basis is very healthy. And it gets rid of a lot of impurities because you, you're you're putting your body through a period of of of, of cleansing. Uh, because once your body is depleted, is depleted all the food stores, it starts to digest and get rid of a lot of most of the toxins that you have and most of the uh, you know the the pathogens. So it's it's important to put yourself into a fasting state on a daily basis. And most people do. They they'll they'll eat around 9 p.m. and then they'll go to bed, you know, later in the night and and wake up and you know they'll have about a 12-hour fast uh, from like 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. when they have breakfast. But uh, I I really think if you're having an issue with eating, uh, you, you it's it's putting yourself in a 20-hour fasting state each day. Uh, it will allow you to enjoy all the food you want in that four hours. And it will limit your calorie intake, and um, you know that you you will you'll lose you'll you'll be your perfect weight if you just do that, and you won't have to deprive yourself of anything. So that said, now you must stay disciplined with it, though, because the problem is it if you adopt that kind of eating system, you will inevitably uh, develop a a raging appetite and that appetite if let loose beyond the discipline of the one meal a day afterward is very voracious and and you might end up getting fatter uh if you come off the diet so the point is stay on the diet and if you're going to adopt this diet be very committed to it because once you once you try to do it and then uh, you get off it again, it's very hard to get back on because your body just fights you at every turn. And your body's very good at controlling your mind and giving you a little whisper in your ear to violate what the rules that you set up for yourself. But you understand through deep uh, thinking that certain rules just need to be adhered to. And that once you adhere, and, and there's a certain innate pleasure in just abiding by the very rules you set for yourself. Now, of course, we, we're we like rule-making machines, so what we'll do is we'll just make rules on the fly to try to justify and modify rules that we've set before. And that's that's sort of how we rationalize a lot of our breaking of our discipline is by just casting a new rule. You know, it'll just be like, oh, well, I can eat on... I can, I can um, violate the diet on Mondays. Um, I, I think I had that rule for a while. And, of course, that would just make it easier for me to violate the diet on other days. So uh, that there's that. There's also, like, if you're having a problem with any kind of substance, if you are, it must you must restrict the substance um, either to, like, a a a a period in a month like where you're like all right I'll do this substance for a week out of the month but then for the next 3 weeks I won't touch it um if if you can put yourself on some kind of track like that that could be that but you have to be very strict 
like I said, all these things presuppose that you actually follow these and not just set them up and then violate them. It's very important that you do not violate the rules that you set for yourself. And what you can do is, if you if you would like to change a rule, I mean, obviously you can change rules for yourself, but you need to give yourself like a week of lag time and be like, well, okay, that sounds like an interesting plan, but I will give myself a week to change that plan. So you can think of like Sundays as an open enrollment period, but see, you don't want to be changing rules every Sunday. <laughs> but the point is, is that you can evaluate your your rules, you know, in 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 moments of deep thought, and you can you can decide to make changes. But you should only be making changes um, a week after you've decided, because there's just too much whim whimsical rulemaking going on and if you if you keep doing that you're just going to completely destroy your your discipline your discipline is relying upon you having a consistent set of rules that you follow no matter what and you know you can't just have something come up uh, like if if you've decided to quit smoking for example like you can't just have a cigarette just because your 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 hot water doesn't work or something i mean so it's very important that you don't get derailed. So just understand where meaning comes from. You want meaning in your life? Meaning comes from discipline. I mean, it comes from breathing. It comes from um, um, being in the in the moment. But it also comes from having a certain kind of possession of yourself, a certain kind of um, sense that an identity and your identity is is basically your rules. Your identity is the the rules that you've set for yourself and living by them. And when you don't live by them, you feel like a failure and you walk around like a failure and 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 you become very addicted to pleasures because they're the only remaining vestiges of meaning that you they're scraps thrown off the table of meaning, but they're not meaning. Meaning is the only meaning you can get is through discipline. Um, and uh, that's it. That's really all I had to say here. Um, it's a basic point. I mean, who the hell hasn't made this point? But it's often lost by creative minds and, and people who consider themselves intelligent and, and thoughtful. They feel like they can just make rules as they go along and they can violate any rules that they set for themselves because I don't know, frankly, they just feel above it all. I guess I'm, I'm not sure exactly what the the issue is, but I mean, I'm, I'm I'm recognizing the problem in myself. Obviously, that's why I say I do these podcasts. They're mainly for me, so uh, that's something. It just you know, there's a book called No Excuses. I recommend it. Uh, it's kind of just all about discipline and how discipline really is the key superpower to all accomplishment. And um, I'm going to uh, be talking a little, you know, expanding on this uh, in the new year. So happy 2018. Thanks for listening, everybody. And shout out to all the people who have been writing me. I really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, leave me a, a review on iTunes um, if you like the show. Thanks. My mom has a permanently stuck in the 80s thing. We're talking cheesed up feathered hair, acid washed denim jacket, and shoulder pads. So many shoulder pads. But I just got a new phone from AT&T, and check this out. I got a second phone to gift my mom. So now, she can finally ditch her old one for a phone that can actually stream all the 80s shows she loves. 
Come into an AT&T store and find out how to get a smartphone on us. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. See store for details. There are so many great things to say about the Honda CRV. So to save time, we've condensed them down into one easy acronym. T-E-U-S-N-A-W-R-B-S-U-V-B-O-T-Y-C-W-B-A-M-R-C-S. That stands for 2018 U.S. News & World Report Best SUV Brand of the Year, complete with Bluetooth and multi-angle rear-view camera. Standard, the Honda CRV. Available to test drive today. Visit U.S. News Best Cars at usnews.com.